1: the praise. We thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus, Lord Jesus. As we come tonight, this morning, we pray, Father, that you would have mercy on us. We pray, Father, that your spirit will fill our heart, that you will say what you have to say to us this morning, that you will strengthen us again, our spirit, that we'll be strengthened with might by your spirit in our inner man, that our inner man will hear your word again this morning and be strengthened. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor and adoration. Father, we thank you. We worship you. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. For in Jesus' name we pray and worship Amen. Amen, amen. Praise Jesus. Praise the living Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Father. We'll give you all the praise. We'll give you all the praise. We'll give you all the praise. Jesus, we give you all the praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I welcome everyone. Uh, this morning, just take a moment to say hi to your neighbor. Hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. Welcome, neighbor. Amen. Interesting. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, I welcome us this morning. We are all welcome. We thank God for His uh, mercy and His loving kindness. We thank God for today. We thank God for this week. The Lord has been faithful. And we thank Him for how He has been leading us. Um, and to just appreciate. Uh, Thank you, Brother Steven, for joining us this morning. Uh, the Lord bless you greatly, and uh, so sorry uh, we couldn't see w- the Tokuras couldn't be here because they have to be in the in the hospital to to well not in the hospital just a quick a quick branch of the clinic, uh, you know. So they would have been here, but if not for that, uh, we pray that the uh, Lord will give our uh, a quick recovery. And I want to appreciate my wife for helping us in worship. Praise the Lord. I don't understand. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, Thank you. Um, Praise the Lord. I hope to just. Uh, maybe go quickly in what uh, we've been talking about over the past uh, few about the past two meetings. I think I'll just continue from where I stopped on Tuesday. Can we open to the book of Hebrews chapter 1? I hope to finish what I'm doing quickly today. Hopefully um, today will be a short day. I'm trusting God that would finish quickly. Amen. So, Hebrews chapter 1. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Hebrews chapter 1, uh, I'll read from verse, uh, verse 11. It says, well, let me read from verse 10. It says, and thou, Lord, in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of thy hand. And thou Lord in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the works of thy hands. They shall perish but thou remainest and they all shall wax old as a dot a garment. And as a vesture shall thou fold them up and they shall be changed but thou art the same and thy years shall not fail. But to which of the angels said he at any time sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. And are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Who shall be heirs of salvation? Amen. Amen. Say, Are they not all ministering spirit, sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, I believe we began to talk about the, the ministry of uh, angels as it pertains to believers, right? Um, because the scripture didn't just put it there, um, and it's not there for us to... Uh, do, you know, to be spooky and all that it's not and it's not there to scare it's not and they didn't put it there to make their ministry redundant or to, to say they have no place but they're telling us in that chapter 14 that when it comes to salvation they have a ministry which they uh, they are bound by oath to or let me say uh, and that oath is not necessarily their own is the is the oath of God which God has sworn to man, Amen. Praise the Lord. So that oath that they are bound by is is the oath or is the is the is the is the oath binding God to man, right to give man salvation. Amen. Praise the Lord. Was that my I think I. Praise the Lord. Sorry about that, just a moment. Uh-huh. I was wondering where that sound came from. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's hope this is not too noisy. It's like I'm hearing noise, noise, noise. When I move, just. Okay. Amen. Let me see if I can uh, adjust it a bit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I think it should be good for now, but we'll see. Amen. So like I was saying, uh, it says, Are they not all ministering in spirit sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? So we know that there are heirs of salvation. And the heirs of salvation, according to scripture, are men. Right? So, the heirs of salvation are men, you and me. Every believer that is born again is an heir of salvation, meaning that their destiny is to inherit salvation. Right? So, heir of salvation means that uh, they shall be heirs. Let me for them, who shall be. Heirs of salvation. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So, in in order to explain that aspect, we have to see salvation, right? Um, Praise the Lord. Because when the scripture says heirs, right? Heirs is talking about, uh, or generally when you talk about heirs, you're talking about he, that is to, that has a, a heir is he who has a right to inherit. Right? So a heir is he who has the right to inherit. So when you have someone that uh, is Let's say you know when you, when people grow, they have they get things, they have properties. As they are getting older and they realize that their time is fast spent on the earth and they are about to zoom out, they quickly write a will. And that will uh, is 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 a let is a letter to the heirs that will inherit. Right, so that's what the will is. Uh, is a letter to the heirs that will inherit what uh, I think there's a there's also a culture of the heir is the first son. Right, there's also that culture. You know, we all that, uh-huh, 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 that. we all that in different different cultures. You know, Satan copied it, right? Because I mean, where we first letter of that is in Scripture, right? Because the Lord. Uh, gave blessing to Abraham, right, and there is, there is, it's what we call birthright, right, so the birthright in Israel, a heir is he who has the birthright. Uh, So you have Abraham, then Isaac, then Jacob, so Isaac as the heir of Abraham inherited the blessing, right, and we know that Isaac is not the first, he's not the only child of Abraham, but according to God, there is an heir. And that heir is not determined by man's wisdom, it's not determined by man's will, it's not of the will of man, but it is the, the most, heirs must be of God, must be, must be of God, must be by God, must, must be, must come out of God, right? And we know that when Abraham gave birth to, Ishmael, right? Is Ishmael at the first? Ishmael was not considered a child to God. Because in the sight of God, the only child that Abraham has, right, is Isaac. He Give me thy son, thine only son. Right? But we know that's not the only son. But there is there is a sense in which the Lord is coming from, which now made him to say, Give me your son, thine only son, right? So according to God, that son that the Lord has recognized, right, is the only son of Abraham. Now, and how did God determine which one is the son? It has to be a son that is birthed by fate. It can't be any son that is, and you know, Okay, let me put this, and you know that fate is not ordinary. Fate is good, right? Fate is the only thing that can purchase good, is the only thing that can also give you a, a good report, right? That's the only thing what can give you a good report in the sight of God is faith. So anything outside of faith can't be of God, can't be from God. It does not have God stain on it. So therefore, it is not out of God. Then God wouldn't count that. Check it. Everything that the Lord begins to count around you towards from you to Him are things based on faith. First of all, you must first believe that he is. And it's a reward of them that diligently the seek him. It's faith, right? To believe that he is, that's faith. When, when you are getting born again is by faith. It's a funny thing. You don't know but it's by faith. Anybody that gets born again, there is faith at work. Right? Because nobody can say God is except by his spirit. Right? Now an spirit needs to put faith in your heart. That faith may not seem like mountain move. That faith could just sit in the heart like, I believe you I believe there's God. My life can't just be like this. There has to be a God that's faith at work. Right? So it's it's this element of faith. Anything that is birthed by God is birthed out of faith. Right? So Abraham had Abraham had, um, f- Abraham had faith when he gave birth to Isaac, but what he was giving birth to Ishmael, it was not out of faith. It was really, really out of fear, if I would say. Right? Whose fear? Fear of old age. Fear of Sarah. Is Sarah's fear? Right? Fear of old age. Fear of time is going. Right? Fear of. I need to do this quickly. Fear of, we need to, we need to have a hair quickly, please. They, they, we have to do this thing. There has to be a hair. Somebody needs to inherit what you have, right? And and the funny thing is, that as at that time, well, maybe he has many, many things, because he was a rich man, too, as at that time, because, I mean, before he lived, uh, I mean, Significantly, you know, just moving, uh, right? It was was quite rich. Why? Because of course, remember, he went to the slay of kings, right? Slay kings, five kings, right? Um, Chandalauma and the rest, right? And he took their spoil. So many, many, many things. He paid tribute to Melchizedek and all that, but there are many, many, many things. Well, so it wasn't that didn't have earthly things. He had earthly things to give. But the funny thing is that God has not even yet revealed what the son ought to inherit yet. It was later that the Lord revealed what the son is to inherit. So the inheritance, of course, is not an earthly inheritance, it's a heavenly inheritance which the Lord wants to give, right, to his seed, and his seeds seeds, right? Because it will multiply the seed, right? Not seeds. It's just one seed, right? That it will multiply, right? And that seed in itself is not even Isaac. Although it, it, it took the seed through Isaac, but that seed is Christ, right? But that was later they began to show us that, okay, the promise is about shall blessing, blessing, multiply, and multiply, and multiply thy seed, right? Mm-hmm. I'll make your name great, all those things. Later it came. But initially, it was, the only thing he had was earthly things, right? But one thing they knew is that I must shall have a son, right? And the Lord promised him, you would have a son, right? You will have a son. And he was waiting on fate, on fate. And by faith, Sarah received strength to conceive, right? And because of that, faith. Allowed Isaac to be considered an he, right? In God's sight. Not Ishmael, but only Isaac. So to God, Isaac is the only son, his only son, right? And then he said, Take your son, your only son, go to the mountain of Moriah and sacrifice him, right? And offer him to to God, pretty much offer him to me, and in doing that, right, the Lord blessed him. But what I was going to say, really, is just the aspect of an heir, right? Is and I, like I said, is he who has a right to inherit? So i just I'm just explaining that uh, space because when you are a believer, right, you have when you get born again, you have a right to inheritance. You have a right. Every believer has a right to inheritance. But it takes growth to come into a place where you you actually become the heir of salvation. Right? Because the right it says the right is coming from the statement here which says, who shall be. Who shall be. Is, is a statement of a right. So you have a right to be an heir. Right? I was ju- and I was using the natural, you know, it's heir to, to explain that, who is really a heir? A heir is he who has right, right? To so inheritance. If somebody on, on the earth, on the natural, does give birth, and they don't have their own blood, right, they don't consider them an heir. They, they can be adopted, they can be, right, you have a, they can have adopted child, Right, they can have adopted different children, but those adopted kids, right, depending on how the father sees them, right, he can consider them a heir. If in his heart he found, ah, you know what, I don't have any other, I don't have any child, so you that I've adopted, you can inherit my things. Right, it's almost like the the father decides in his heart who has the right to inherit my things. So if he has a child, his first, his first thought would be, ah, okay, let me give my children this inheritance, right? But a hair is he who, to them in the, in, on, on earth, where hair is always, it's not just about inheritance too, right, there are different things attached to it, sometimes it's about name. So who's your heir? Is he who, who would take on your name, right? And all those kind of things, different things. But a heir is very important because the heir, the heir shall inherit something, right? Because without an heir, the in those days, nobody would inherit. The name, the name will disappear. If it's earthly possessions, right? Nobody will be able to inherit all that they have. That will have to go to other people. That like they don't know how they will sort it out, right? But a heir has a right to their father's properties, to their father's things. That's what a, a heir has a right to. It, right? So the scripture is telling us here that. It's possible that angels would minister to you, but it is particular to something, it's particular to salvation, right? And so they are they not all ministering spirit, sent forth to minister for them, right? Who shall be heirs of salvation. And the word of salvation here, there are two ways we can see it, right? Well, let me say that there is a way we can say it, which is heir of salvation, that is, to inherit salvation. Right? Or heirs of salvation, that is, salvation is their father. Like heirs of Abraham, heirs of Isaac, heirs of Jacob, heirs, who's your heir? who's my hair, who's their hair, right? So, hairs are, is, part, when you say someone's hair, hair of, right, salvation, means you would, pretty much, you have an inheritance of salvation, or you can also say, salvation is your father, right? So, we all know that God is salvation. The scripture has shown us many times and of course, they can say, who shall be heirs of salvation? Heirs of salvation. So, you're, you are an heir, right? And what they are saying is that every believer is going to be an heir of salvation. So, when you get born again, doesn't necessarily mean that you are an heir yet, but you have a right to be a heir of salvation. But they said they shall minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation so that means that they may not have been yet but eventually they will be heirs. meaning that angels are sent to minister to everybody whether you are a newborn or you're already growing right so it doesn't matter whether you're a newborn or you are growing I mean if, you, if if they are going to minister to you when you are growing what about when you've grown right so it says that as long as you are a child of God you have a right to their ministry. Right? It means that, oh, Let me put it this way. They are bound to minister for you. Amen. They are bound to what? Minister. To minister for you. So they, they have... They are, they are bound by the Father's oath. Because he who is giving salvation is God. Right? So, they don't have anything they are doing, but they are bound by that. And there's nothing they can do. Right? If they don't do it, I don't know. They can't. The is that, that they, want to, they want to turn to Satan. Right? They want to, like, like no, Satan left his ministry. He, 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 he rebelled and left his ministry in the heavens and decided to come to, to Earth and, and take up a new ministry because he fell. Amen. He left his ministry, he stopped ministering. And it's so funny that there are things kept in him. There are things in him that, and it's so, when I say it's so funny, there are things in him that he was for man, right? In, even though he thought maybe he could disappear and take it, but it's so interesting that the Lord is still using things inside of him to still raise us. Do you, do you know that things inside Lucifer, we are learning it and it's still, it's, it's not different. From learning the things that are in other angels, right, that can raise believers. It's not different. You know, you will be wondering, that but there's something you can know. We are learning, We're learning things. We learn, we learn his nature. By learning his nature, we can see many, many other natures of other beings. He is just perverted, right? It's not the only cherub. There are many other cherubs, right? But they just say he's the anointed cherub that covered So we know the, the nature of cherubs means they can cover so that that means that we can we are learning from the things kept inside of him he may not be ministering it to ministering it for them that shall be heirs he may be ministering it against but in god's wisdom right god found a way to still use what he kept in him to still be raising sons amen, amen. are we blessed yes, so i'm going to read from verse 10 again and that O oh lord in the beginning as laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. Say, so they, they shall perish, but thou remainest. And they all shall wax old, as doth a garment, and as a vesture shall thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy yes shall not fail. But to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand, until I make thine enemies thy footstool. It says, are they not all, ministering spirit, sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Amen. So we've we've seen heirs, right? We've explained heirs of salvation, right? Um, Then we've seen heirs, but in my heart, I feel like maybe I should explain salvation a bit, Right? shall be heirs of salvation. And salvation is God. So they shall be heirs of God. Right? We shall be heirs of God. Meaning that to inherit God there is what they keep which they must minister for you. For the purpose of you. Becoming a heir. And also inheriting salvation. Amen. Amen. So we shall be heirs. Of salvation. Are they not all. Ministering spirit. So meaning that all angels. By design. Are designed to be ministering spirit. Meaning meaning that. they They are set. To minister. Part of their ministry is to. Minister, Meaning that they are not just to go and turn on generator, like we were saying last Saturday, right? They're not just meant to go and turn on generator. They're not just meant to go and turn on uh, light. They're not just meant to, go to, to be sent on an errand. But their main ministry, right, is to deliver that which God has kept in them to men. That's their main ministry. Their ministry in spirit. And every single time they are ministering that, what they are giving is, they are giving part of salvation. Every time they minister that which is kept in them. Because they can't minister any of those things without the permission of God. Without the permission of the Holy Ghost, they can't minister any of those things. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And then we begin to see that uh there is a distinction between angels and Jesus, right? They began to, in this Hebrew chapter 1, they were, they were showing side by side the ministry of Jesus now, right? And then the ministry, they are now putting the ministry of angels or who they are. They put them on the side, trying to tell us that Jesus, by inheritance, I obtained a higher ministry, right? A higher ministry. And that ministry is also for us, to come into. Amen. How many of us know that Jesus also received the ministration of angels? Yes, right? Yes, so it's not that he walked on the earth, he knows the Father, right? He has only ghost. But he still received their ministration. Because there is what the ministration of angels do. Right? And I think we should see it so that we can see what what happened to Jesus. Amen. Uh, Can we open to let me see the camera. Oh, sorry. I can. Okay. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I hope I don't forget what I was coming, what I was seeing in my hand. Amen. So Matthew four eleven. Uh, let me read from verse ten. Then said Jesus unto him, get the end, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and, on, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil liveth him and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. You see? So, after the devil have left, so that means that the devil has finished his ministration. <laughs> because he's a ministering spirit. Are they not all ministries? That's to tell you that Satan is the first preacher. Sorry, not the first preacher. Satan is also a preacher. Satan is a minister. Satan is a minister. Satan is a pastor. Right? He's a pastor pastoring angels. Right? Praise the Lord. Uh, Well, we'll We'll explain that. Go help us. We'll spend some other time. But if I can, I will, right? But Satan is a pastor. He's pastoring angels. And he told us in Ezekiel uh, 38. Not twenty. It was, it was 30. Ezekiel 38. Right? It said, thou walks to and fro among the stones of fire. Right? And the stones of fire are angels. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, okay. There are... There are different different steps. So let me me not jump ahead because I've not actually thought about those different kinds of angels. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let me see here. It says, And the devil liveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Part of their ministry, what it gives is to strengthen him. Right? When they ministered to him, they actually strengthened him. Let me see if there's another version that uses the word strengthen. I think I think there's another one that says, they came and strengthened him. So, Matthew four eleven 11 okay, came ministered unto him, NIV. Wow, oh, this NIV is looking different. So angels came and attended to him. Uh, okay. Ah, this is my version. Nobody says strengthen him here. can okay, minister to him. Amen. Uh, one thing about ministering, right, is attending to, right? So, for example, we've we've learnt about, you know, ministering to others, right? You can minister by giving your things. It's twenty three. Luke twenty two. Okay, Luke's account. Okay, okay. Luke. So Luke twenty two. To oh, get some money, okay. Luke 20. 2243 So that's another that's another ministration. So and there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening his hands. So and verse, verse forty one, and it was a and he was withdrawn from them about a stone cast, and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not to my will, but thine done. That was when he was about to go to the cross, right? And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven and strengthening him. So the angel, I mean, pretty much that strengthening him is also ministering to him, right? So when angels come, one of the one of the things that it, they do is they minister strength. They minister strength. That's one. Of, that's part of their ministry. Just what does, what does that strength look like? Right, you, you may feel physical strength, but it can also be a mental strength, yes, sir.
0: Yes,
1: sir. a mental, a heart strength. You can receive strength in your heart. So imagine Jesus trying to die. He was like, Ah, my heart is failing me. Lord, can I, can I, can I just scale this thing? After the angel came strengthening him, he made up his mind. I'm going to, I'm going to the cross. I'm going to die. Meaning that they, they can strengthen. They can put faith in your heart. To strengthen you is to, also, is to add faith in your heart. And we know that everything that is of faith, right, is of God, right? So, now, they, they come and they strengthen. They minister. That's part of what they do. Part of ministering is to strengthen. So when we, you know, we're in meetings and sometimes, you know, different things are happening, when we are is this one of the things that is, is sometimes boldness is strength. You can see different kind of boldness, strength. Maybe boldness to, to tongue. Maybe boldness to prophesy. Uh, maybe boldness to, to interpret. Boldness to speak the word. right? It's just different kind of strength. So meaning that sometimes when you are awake and you are praying to God, maybe God will just send an angel. Yeah, go and minister for them. Lord, help me. And then so all of a sudden you just find faith in your heart. Maybe they just come. They just drop their thing. They just minister it to you. It's like, I don't know, ah, okay, all this Chinese movie that we used to watch, some, so they like, I don't know, they like spiritual things, all the old ones. So they have all these uh, heavenly, heavenly something that they, they portray, whereby they, they call it cultivation. So every, all of their gods, they cultivate. So meaning that they cultivate power or something inside. And depending on how much they've cultivated, if somebody is injured, they can use part of their cultivation, pass it on, and strengthen the other one. And when that one receives it, they'll be healed, or something will happen, and they're like, oh, oh, OK, I'm fine now. Or maybe they went near one bad. They always have a demon aura and things like that. And because their cultivation is low, they could be affected. The one with the higher cultivation will come and just pass it on. So now that you have been tainted with this aura, you have to cultivate for another 1,000 years. The one, one that has cultivated for billions of years has just come, phew, right? Meaning that they can pass on. What I'm saying is angels can also do that. Praise the Lord. Uh, the minister, let me go back to Hebrews 1. So the minister and they strengthen part of that ministration is to strengthen you. That's just the point I was trying to, to make. But to strengthen you not only in the natural, but to strengthen you in your journey to God. So part of, part of what they have inside of them, right, is to deliver to you, to strengthen you in your journey. Right? I mean, you might, there are other things about your life, in our life, that we pray the Lord answers and different things. But the main ministry that angels have is mainly to minister. What if the Lord has kept things inside of them, right? Which they can come and minister to you. Once they minister, then you can have strength to journey in your journey towards God or in your journey to be an heir. Salvation to be an heir of salvation. I don't know why I'm seeing first Peter chapter 1. Let's read it. Let's read it first Peter chapter 1. Ibu James Peter Peter. Okay, I think it's that salvation thing now. Heirs now, the thing about an heir is an heir, right, has an inheritance. I think that's what that's where I'm going there. I think so. I'm going coming from that part of an heir, right, having an inheritance. What an heir has. Is an inheritance. And what is this inheritance? We'll see. First Peter. First Peter chapter one. Praise the Lord. Are we excited? Yes, sir. Are we blessed? Yes, sir. I'm trying my best to to speed up a bit, okay? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So First Peter chapter one. It says Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus Galatia. Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you, and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy at begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you. Amen. So, To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we are seeing here that say elect according to following. Bless the fallen, blessed be God and front of our Lord Jesus. abundant Abund- 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 has begotten us again unto a lively hope by resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. It says two an inheritance. So these guys, they are talking about here, they have actually become an heir. Because now, they have an inheritance. So, they are saying that they are not just, they are not just shall be heirs anymore. They are now heirs. Right? Who can inherit salvation? And we know that Jesus Christ is the first heir. Because the scripture tells us that we are joint heirs with Christ. Right? We are joint heirs with Christ. So Christ is an heir, but we can also be part of that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that faded not away reserved in heaven... For you, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you. Right? We are coming from verse three that says that he has begotten us again unto a livelihood by the resurrection from the dead. Unto. right, you are begotten us again, unto you are begotten us again, unto an inheritance. So this it means that there's a birth. Ah, I don't want okay. I have to slow down, calm down. This time the way I'm going now. It's like I'm because I'm now I'm a little bit moving forward to the state of an elect. Because who Peter is talking to is an elect. So an heir of salvation is he who's ready to inherit. Right? But they told us that angels minister for them that shall be. Right? Uh, I don't know why I'm talking about this today. I was supposed to explain that. In, but we'll see as the Lord leads us. Amen. So we shall be to an inheritance, incorruptible, and undefiled. Say, to an inheritance. So meaning that they are begotten again. To an inheritance now. Meaning that even though as a child of God, you are born again, you have a right to inherit. But what doesn't mean you are, you are considered an heir yet you have to be grown spiritually, you have to be developed to become an heir or to become an elect of God. But that's not what we're talking about today, but just showing us that there's actually a transition from being born again to become an heir of salvation, right? Because they're not telling us here, right, to an incorruptible and the far, for you, I keep the power of God through faith, onto salvation. Now see here that the, this inheritance is incorruptible Undefiled, if fades not away reserved in heaven for you, kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation. So it is kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. So what they are telling you is that this inheritance is also something to be revealed. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm trying my best by that. By one, i end. Amen. So, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation. ready to believe it a bit in the last time. So, the, something is kept, an inheritance is kept, right? By the power of God. But, but the, this thing is strange because they use the word who are kept. You don't use who for something that is not living. You don't use who for. Let me not, 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 not say that in general because you have to even classify it. A goat is living, a tree is living. But don't use who for a goat. Don't use who for a tree. It says who are kept, meaning that this inheritance is a person. Mean this person is. Yeah. Just scripture says who are kept, meaning that this person is kept. But. It's so funny that this person that is being kept, <laughs> it's so funny that it's like God keeping himself yeah. in a power. So, who are kept by the power of God? I mean, I'm cluing for I to explain this thing, but I'm sure you get my sense. There's a sense in my head. See, who are kept by the power of God? right? Through faith. So there's a mechanism or there's a technology in which the Lord is keeping his things. So an inheritance, incorruptible, undefiled. So what they're telling you is that all these things are things in a person. There's what we call incorruptibility. Undefiled meaning does not have corruption. Undefiled you, you is undefiled. Right? to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and that fading not away. That fading not away tells you that it's number one is everlasting, right? It cannot fail, it cannot end, it cannot stop. It will be, it's, it's existing forever, right? But there are things that don't exist forever. They have to keep it in that ever state, right? If they bring it lower, Right, then that inheritance will be corruptible, will be defilable, will be, def- or not be defiled, will be defiled, and will fade away. Right, but they have to keep it in heaven, where it can't fade or it's, it is forever. They have to keep it there, and that one is more than just Christ. Is cry, but it's more. So they have to keep it in a power everlasting so that it can flow to Christ. It can flow to us. Amen. So they have to keep something. But this thing they are keeping, is, is you Jesus inherit all things. Sorry that I'm, I'm, it's like I'm confusing us, but it's not to confuse us. Sometimes when scripture is talking, there's a, way, there's a way it is. What I'm trying to explain is very simple. Is see this inheritance that we see is also a person. It's not just, it's not just, oh, it's not just properties alone or just things. They are properties in God, but there's a way, there's a technology with which God kept it. Right? Now, that technology also involved a person, involved a power. Right? It's all him, that's the funny thing, right? But I guess the difference is that there's, there's this new technology has man DNA, right? In the sense that God has promised is the inheritance that God has promised to man is for man. So man will inherit me, and there's one man that has done that, and that man is God. Right? So, you know, there's a sense that Jesus is just God, 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 but there's the a clear distinction that Jesus is fully man and fully God. So we can't excuse, you know, when we say Jesus, oh, a, he, was a, he was born of no sin, I know Jesus is different, Jesus is God. And I also grew up, grew up with that sense that Jesus is God, therefore he couldn't sin, he's God. But no, it wasn't because he was God that he couldn't sin. It was because he knew no sin. He didn't know it. He removed sin out of his knowledge. He He didn't know sin. Anybody that knows sin dies in their spirit. You understand? Anybody that knows sin will die. Right? You know, when a child is born, This one, I'll just quickly say it and I'll disappear. I know questions usually flow from here, but I'll sit and run away. When a child is born, they are born without sin. But there, there comes a point, right, almost like an age of accountability, there comes a point where somehow they come into the knowledge of sin. And that knowledge is enough to kill their spirit. And then they have to be born again. At which point and at what time you don't know. But it's something that happens within the spirit because God does not send a corrupted, God God does not send a dead spirit to the earth. Why will he do that? He does not have death in him. Why will he send a dead spirit? No. And inside the womb, wombs don't develop spirit. Womb don't develop soul. What womb develops is The body. And the mechanism of the body to function. Like the heart. Imagine a spirit entering a body that does not have a pumping heart. That can work. So that tells you that it takes some time before God sends spirit into the body. Right? If it doesn't work, why? If your heart stops now, give it a few seconds, your your spirit will leave your body. Your soul will leave your body like people that they had stopped, maybe on operating ground, right? Before you know it, they said they, they would start overing. They start seeing themselves. I don't know. I don't know what happened. My mom gave me a story one time like that. that she, she, I think it was during my delivery. She was telling me that she was gone. That her spirit, it's almost like a spirit left. That she was hearing voices from far. But she was gone. But she knows she has left. Once she was over, there. and then if it was over, there, and then you see, you know, when you are over, and you see your body down. But you are hearing things. And I had a friend too that something like that happened too. She left her body, she was seeing her body. Right? Almost the time, when you check it, the heart has stopped. When the body is too weak to hold the spirit and the soul, it gives way. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not, even, it's not even like an argument. The moment the body is weak, the reason why you are walking up and down like this is because your body is still strong to keep. The reason why, I, I'm now beginning to say that, even in old age, perhaps part of the reason why people die is because the body has become so weak. And when you check it, even in old age, different, different organs will start failing. <laughs> this will fail, that will fail, this will fail. And then the body is too weak to hold the body. And then after, and even the person can now lose will to stay. All those things are factors. Imagine anybody If somebody doesn't want to die now, it's difficult for their body, for their spirit, so to leave their body. Even though it's, 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 the body is weak. Right? But if they have will, I know I'm not going, I'm staying. It's sometimes it's possible to still keep them. Sometimes that's what actually bring many back. Because there's a will within them so their will is still strong. But the moment if you can remove will to live out of, a bo- out of somebody, that soul just, save it, just be, I don't feel like living. Very soon they will die. That's just the truth of the matter. Why? Because they can commit suicide, they can different, different, different things, but the moment you remove will to live, if anything happens to that body, that the body is weak to keep the spirit and soul, it's gone. Any slight opportunity like this, that's the end. Praise the Lord. The body it will just leave. So when the body is not yet strong or developed to keep a soul and a spirit, I don't think the Lord will send a spirit to it. Right? So, it's, so womb does not develop spirit. What womb develops is the body. That the spirit and the soul would rest in. Amen. Praise the Lord. So you now see that uh, I landed here because I was talking about Jesus, Abby. Okay, so now realize that when it comes to Jesus, right, Jesus was fully a man who has potential. To sin, but he knew no sin because of how he was developing, how he was applying himself to wisdom. He didn't know sin. There were, I can tell you, there were opportunities for Jesus to know sin, but Jesus did not know sin. He didn't know it. He knew no sin. He escaped sin. The way you and I you know it, he didn't know it. What does, what does it mean knowing sin? Knowing sin does not mean you sin. And then you realize, ah, I sin, right? Knowing sin is having the wisdom of sin. He knew no sin. It means that when you look at Jesus, you look everything inside of him, you won't find any wisdom of sin inside of him. He knew no sin. He knew no sin. He knew no sin. And then as he was growing, as he was growing, as he was growing, then he became an heir. Right? He became an heir of all things. Right, That's what Hebrews 1 tells us. Right, okay. Hebrews 1 chapter 1 it says, God who had only and in diverse manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophet, at in these last days spoken unto us by his son whom he had appointed heir. You see? By his son whom he had appointed heir of all things. By whom also he made the world who will be in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Right? Now see that Jesus was appointed heir of all sin, of all things, sorry. Of all things. Heir of all things. Ask me, what are the things that Jesus inherited? God so, when I say all things, could Jesus have inherited the earth? Jesus have inherited the heavens? Jesus have inherited the angels? Joseph, you know, when I say all things, we, we think everything created and. But no, there's all things that He created, right? And the all things that He created, sorry, that He inherited is God. So, in He inherited God. God. So he was appointed heir of all things. So that all things is God. That's another word for God. All things. All things. Heir of all things. So the heir of God. So we can also substitute all things for for salvation. Heir of all things. Heir of salvation. Right? So salvation is God. But the context in which they were using them is different, right? But we can see clearly that salvation now, salvation is God, right? God is salvation. When you look at him, he himself is salvation. That's why Jesus can save us to the uttermost because he's salvation. It, it can only take salvation to save them to the uttermost. If you, don't have sal- if you are not salvation, how can you have the wisdom of salvation? How can you have the wisdom on how to save? You won't have that wisdom. So the wisdom of salvation, right, has to come from salvation. Yeah. Right? The wisdom of it has to. Amen. Praise the Lord. It has to flow out of salvation. You have to be salvation to be able to save. Praise the Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. So we now see clearly here that here's of Salvation is telling us that salvation is God. God is salvation. He is our salvation. Jesus is salvation. So God, create, God came as a man, Jesus, inherited things inside God, right? And became the first begotten. Became the first heir. Who by inheritance, right? Or who God had appointed him heir of all things. Right? And who had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name. Right? Who had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name. So, you see that Jesus, right, by inheritance, Obtain a more excellent name. Jesus by inheritance. So, that's it talking to us about inheritance here, right? By inheritance. So, meaning he inherited the name. So, wow. But let me not just say inherited the name, say by inheritance. Meaning that through inheritance, he obtained a name. So, meaning that because he inherited salvation, right, he obtained a name, right? And by obtaining a name, okay, by obtaining a name, right, he obtained a name more excellent than the angels. Meaning that there's a ministry beyond the angelic. Right? Because he obtained a more excellent name. Because he has obtained a more... Meaning is that ministry, although it starts from angels, it does not end with them. It actually ends with Christ, with Jesus, the Son of God. Right? Because out, out of all the angelic, there's a higher ministry. It is the ministry of Jesus, which is ministry. Although his ministry can officiate things... Being dispensed, but there's a way the Lord has set it. Amen. There's a way what there's a way the Lord has set it such that we can see a pattern right of salvation. And how did he set the pattern of salvation? Is he he designed the heavens and the earth. Right? In designing the heavens and the earth he's showing us patterns of salvation. It's patterns. Lord. do not like showing patterns and you know, all that. God did not just create. God is an intentional creator. He creates things specifically for, to explain to him. Don't just create anyhow. Right? Doesn't just Create anyhow and just do things anyhow. You know, you see, you see birds flying. You didn't, didn't create it by accident. Crawling, creeping things. Yeah. No creeping things are not crawling things. No creeping things are, are all those ants and. So God didn't create creeping things for, for fun. You, those ants that you hate, God created them for something. Right? What are the crawling things? Lizards, okay. They are crawling things. They are creeping, every crawling and every creeping things, right? So you have creeping things that creeps. Have you seen Jeepers Creepers? All those things, go for it. You don't see it, too. right? They used to send the invitation every summer. I hope they have not said it this time I don't know how they get all the money to send out the invitation. They just send invitation to everybody in your letter. You see, jeepers, creepers, and then they even you advertise. It's, it's one place like that to go and do it. Hey, it's low Halloween all summer. They have jeepers. But anyways, let me not talk about jeepers, creepers. But the Lord created things. God didn't create things by accident. God created things with intention. Which is why we should not have a nature inside of us that ignores things. Right, Not everything is, up, is patterned after God in a way. So when you see, so for example, for, for, for putting this table here, right, there's a reason why this table is put here, right? There's an intention why this is put here. To any, any random person coming, all they can just say, just a table put there. Okay, just a table put there. But if you ask if you ask the, the person, right, that arranged the table where it is, they will tell you there's something in their mind, there's an intention in their heart for what they are setting those things for. Amen. I feel like, uh, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm trying to explain, ah, God help me. Help me, tell me. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. Amen. No, we've not got into the, into the body of the message. But if time's finished, we just end and then go home like that. So we not really got into the body, but I'm just, I'm just prepping. Amen. But there's a, there's a sense I want us to see here when it comes to creation, right? God didn't just create things anyhow. And we, we as children of God, should not be positioned, right, to ignore things. Attention to detail. You know all those things they put in job. Attention to detail and all those things. Do you know that there are things that we should have? by default. It's not something that it should be strange to anybody. You know the way we put it in, they say, oh, I'm very uh, attentive, I uh, have attention to detail, lies. <laughs> Why am I saying that? You know that There was a time, I didn't even know what attention to detail mean, but I put it in my resume. Say attention to detail, detail. But somebody helped me with my resume, put it there, but the person know what it is. So when I looked at this, I'm like, attention to detail. Do you know that I have, inside of me, there's no there's no under-bearing of what attention to detail is. I just assume uh, it's something. Uh, they need to see it. It's fine, okay. Submit it. I got jobs. Perhaps people that are reading my resume, they probably saw it probably, but to me it meant nothing. I don't even know what it is. I don't have any attention to detail. Maybe I do in a little measure actually. Right? Because maybe there are different, different things I pay attention to. When it comes to attention to detail, I, I don't pay attention to details. I pay attention to some details. I pay attention to details I feel like paying attention to. But that's not how I'm supposed to be configured. Why? Jesus is not like that. Jesus, I'm pretty. nobody, I'm sure nobody has a better attention to detail than him. His attention to detail is even spiritual. Yeah. Um, young lady, you have married five husbands, and the one you are with now is not yours. Mm. All of us like prophetic things, right? But, but, that's an att- but, that's de- but Jesus was giving details of our account. Yes. Also, that means that Jesus is attentive to detail. As the father is telling him, he's paying attention. Imagine the father tells him, this woman uh, has five husbands. She has married one, two, three, four, five. All of them that been they now with one. If when the father was telling him that, he zoned out in the middle of it. When he's talking to the woman, I'd be like, uh, "So you have, um, sorry, father, what did you say again that time?" Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, so you have you have five husbands. You have married, did did, 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 did she marry one or two? Oh, she married, okay, okay. She married, you have married one, you have married two. Uh, You see, it won't flow. It won't flow like that. The person will look at Jesus, you are not serious. Is somebody, somebody, are you working with the evil spirit that is talking to you? Right? Just pay attention to detail. When the father is talking to him, he's not zoning to, ah, and he was angry. I'm going to eat bread and soya. Wow, you know bread and soya is sweet. How many of us have eaten bread and soya before? You have not? Wow, don't worry. When we go to Nigeria, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you bread and soya. That's part, that's part of the delicacy we used to eat back home then. You buy hot bread, you buy soya, and then you buy egg. You put it, the mesuya used to sell all of those that's awesome. Right? So Jesus Jesus was not zoning into bread and suya He was paying attention to the Father. Right? Yes, sir. See, it's a very simple thing. You know. When people are talking to you, and you're zoning and you're not paying attention to them, it's clear, it's clear. Somewhere in your frame, when the Lord is talking to you, you will will not pay attention in some areas. Why? Because it's not just a You you probably think it's a decision you made. No, no, no. It's a frame. Because of the frame, you're able to make such decisions. So when your frame is positioned not to take things seriously, you will ignore many things, and you won't pay attention to detail. Jesus had attention to detail where else can we find that he has attention to detail when he, during, when he was being tested was being tested on the cross sorry, he was being tested Well, both on the cross but even in the wilderness we just read he said, turn this stone to bread he was very he was very att- he has attention to detail he said that it is written yeah. how did he know it was written mm-hmm. he paid attention to the detail it's it's he read it, yes but it is written thou shalt not live by bread alone but by every word. Right? What else? He paid attention to details. Lord, what shall I do? To inherit the kingdom. Ah, very, I say, very, I see unto you. Except a man be born again. He didn't even say to him, he say, sir, good master, what shall I, I, I? Nobody do all these things except they are from God. Very, very, I see unto you. He knew what was in his heart, then he began to give him the details that he needed. Except the man born again cannot see the kingdom. Ah, Should I enter my mother's womb and come back? No, no, no. Except the be born of the spirit and water cannot enter. Now see, Jesus was giving details. And guess what? God himself liked details. He detailed the heavens and the earth. Don't you think he was detailed? Check it. Creation was not done haphazardly. Do you know how he paid attention to detail? He first of all didn't just create everything. Upon waters. He looked, the spirit of the Lord was moving upon the face of the waters. Then he said, okay, what is the next thing to do? Create the fishes? No. No, some of us will jump process. Just jump. Bah! This one's not important now. How do you know it's not important? Every, imagine this old building. No, it's, there's a process to build it. Imagine they just omitted one process and the omission is that, see the, the column that is holding this whole building. Just ignore one spot like that and just build on top of the other one. No, what? just cut half. It's, it's not fully, Let's say, you know pillar is round, right? Let's say it's now half. The cement is not full, you're just half, take it. Just do half here. Then when the next cement comes tomorrow, just build on top of that half, forget the rest of the detail. I don't know why I'm talking about detail and attention to detail. But I just feel grace there, so I'm just talking about it. Sorry, guys. If the Lord is talking to you, I obey the Lord. Amen. So, the 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 detail that the Lord was was paying attention to, right, is inside God's nature to pay attention to things. He did not just jump. Say, uh, I mean, I'm using following process as detail, but you get my sense. He said, "Let's what we we'll do first. Let's move the waters." So the Lord moved the waters. He separated the waters. Right? Some above the firmament. Right? And then some on the edge. And I says, let the waters. Then the next step. Let the waters gather to one side. Land appear on the other side. I see the Lord was doing what? Paying attention to the detail. Why didn't he create animals inside water? Why the land is inside water? You know the land was inside the water. The Lord knew. Okay, there's process. Let me move water. Let me move the land. Then he began to create the things. You know, the, see how he was doing it. Heaven, earth, heaven. Move the firmament above, right? And then let waters gather. So that's you know, the firmament of the earth is also in heaven, right? So he moved. He did the heavenly work. Then come to the earth, separated the water from the land. And then he began to create things specifically in those environments. Heavenly things. uh, Land things. Water things. Then after that, he now created man. Detailed. And when he was creating the earth, he also patterned it. Right? He patterned it such that he has heaven and earth. When he was creating the heavens, right? He now arranged angels. Right? He arranged them in the heavens. And they all have different different function All angels are not the same, but they are all ministering spirit. Ministry that minister. They have a ministry. They are not idle. So, in case you are wondering, should I walk too? God created angels they all ministry spirit. It yeah. means they have work. Then Adam, too, is not without work. Yeah. Said so Adam, yeah. Name the animals. After that, till the garden. I will tell you that working is not outside God's wisdom. It means that, and going to say whatever your hand find to do. Do it diligently. Whatever your hand find it, so clearly you can do many things on the earth, right? There's no one particular. My destiny is to be a lawyer. Who tell you that? You, the truth of the matter is, that you just find intre- you just find being a lawyer interesting. You can be a lawyer. You can be a doctor. You can be anything you be you want to. W- you can be anything you wanna be. If you walk out of here, you will be what you wanna be. You know that song, yeah. And it's true. That song is tapping into the strength of the soul. Because you can be whatever you want to be. Whatever you choose to be, you can be it. Hmm? It is. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's all lies. You can learn. There's nothing. I'm not the kind of person, I'm not the kind of person, oh, who says that. That's lies. It's lies. It's that kind of, I am not, I am not, it's it's Satan that gives identity. Yes, sir. Like, I am not your... He not that I will tell you you're not the kind of person that listens. It's a lie. He's trying to give you an identity. And the moment you believe it, you won't be you won't listen. Why? Yes, right, because you believe that I'm not the kind of person that listens. I'm just weak. Say all lies. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are we blessed? Yes,
0: sir.
1: All right, let me begin to see if I can round up small small but I was just getting to the body of the message. So are there not all ministry spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? So we see clearly here that ministering spirit, angels would minister for them that shall be heirs of salvation. And I think on Saturday I was saying that we shouldn't be estranged from their ministry. Yes, right? Because there's also what the Lord has kept in them for you. That's what they are ministering for you. Yes, or unto you, right? The, the minister you, those things that the Lord has kept in them. So the Lord arranged the heavenlies to show you a pattern. Now, the, the heavenly pattern is, such, is arranged such that it's also following the, the, the pattern of the tabernacle. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's also what fo- a fountain after the pattern of the tabernacle. The truth of the mother is I don't find strength to talk about that. I don't know why, but the Lord—it's like there's no way around there. But, and I don't like teaching things that—that that they did not allow me teach. But I just felt I should mention that. I'm going there. I'm coming back. I'm going there. I'm coming back. I'm, not, I'm I'm not able to teach it like that. But I'm trusting the Lord that God will give us strength. Maybe what the Lord wants us to understand today is just these things concerning salvation and being on an here, right? But I just want us to see that the lord the lord has set things in the heavens the way it is for a reason the lord did not make mistake the way, the way the way he created things he set pattern he set angels and then they began to tell us the different kind of angels god is awesome because he knew that we would need it for us to learn during salvation like i was saying everything god created right he just created it without without any intention the trees the air the 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 air, the plants, the animals, man, everything God created, they, were, they all have the knowledge of God in them. If you take an ant, you can see God's wisdom in the way they live. They didn't, the way they live is not designed by them. God yeah. designed it. Yeah. Right? So an ant, you now I see the wisdom in an ant. You see, thou fool, God take from an ant, learn of their ways. Yeah. Right? Who, was, who, was, who were they talking to that time? Hmm? Let me look it up. Wow, it's cold in here. Eh? It's summer, but the AC is working. I guess that's what we get for working in an effective, in an effective AC environment. Amen. I'm trusting the Lord. The Lord, how do I enter this, this area concerning the, the heavens and the way you've... Okay, maybe, maybe there's another door. Mm, there's another door. Okay. We just wait until we're able to pass through that door. Maybe maybe after I come back from Latin America who's we'll, we we'll see if the Lord will allow us to teach this. I mean of us, I, I excited to learn things about this, these angels. I mean you know them already, I mean. You know them already. You don't know? Okay, the Lord will help us. Proverbs six to nine. Let me read it. Amen. The Lord is good.
0: Proverbs 6, from verse 6 to 9. Mm-hmm. Go to the aunt. So before oh, then. Okay. I start from, okay. Let's start from verse 1? Yes. Okay. My son, if thou be shorty for thy friend, if thou hast stricken thy hand with a stranger, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Do this now, my son, and deliver thyself when thou art come into the hand of thy friend. Go, humble thyself and make sure thy friend, and make sure thy friend. Give not sleep to thine eyes, nor slumber to thy eyelids. Mm -hmm. Deliver thyself as a roe from the hand of the hunter and as a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which having no guide, overseer or, or ruler, provided her meat in the summer, summer and gathered her food in the, the harvest. harvest. How how, what? how long would thou sleep, O sluggard? When would thou arise, arise. out of arise. thy sleep? You see this thing that they are saying? You know that there's a sense of
1: walk there too. For those of us that don't like walking, right? See that God has put it there that we should walk. Say thou sluggard, consider. See that wisdom about gathering in the summer, right? Say, what did he say? Let's read that part of gathering in the summer.
0: Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her, her ways, ways and be wise. And be wise. Which having no guide. have no guide. Overseer. Mm-hmm. Overseer. Or ruler. Or ruler. You see? Provided
1: provide what?
0: Provided her meat. Her meat in, the in the summer. In the summer. And gathereth her food. And In the food, harvest. In the harvest. You now see. Are you seeing the wisdom they're telling
1: us? say, okay. Consider the way of an ant, Who having no what? No guide. In, in a way, a ant is blind or let's just say there's somebody guiding them yeah. go and gather Do, but many of us we have people guiding us yes. right yes, sir. but when they are guiding us we won't take the wisdom inside mm. them right? because consider the way of the ant and be wise meaning that God kept wisdom inside the way the ant's life is designed meaning that if you can fetch wisdom there you can see wisdom in God. Now, say see that everybody that they are learning, you know, science, discovering and discovering to discovering, they are not discovering anything new. So, they are not creating, they are not finding anything new. They are just discovering what has been there. Yeah. Right? Yes,
0: sir.
1: That's why they call it discovery. Yes, a discovery is not a creation, it's a new discovery. They just discovered it. Oh, just discovered that. Okay, what you discovered, somebody created it. So God kept wisdom in the way the ant is made. I, I, I know I was going to talk about work, but just go right. But it's not always. So I'm just saying that inside it, there's a wisdom about the a honest hard work, right? Honest work. Let me say that honest work, right? There's a wisdom there, right? No guide, meaning sometimes you don't have to be advised or spoken to, right? Having no king, right? But they were able to organise themselves. It's a sign of growth. Mm-hmm. Right? But, anyways, the Lord kept wisdom inside just ants. God can use ants to teach us how to be wise. Now, if you look at a goat, there's a way they live too. If you look at all those birds that migrate, and yeah. hence <laughs> curious, there's a way they live. In the summer, you see them moving. Quick, 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 what are they doing? They are gathering. In the summer, sorry, in the winter, you don't see them out much. Why? Because it's cold, there's no food on the ground. What they eat, all the leaves are dry, everything has fallen off the tree. There's no food for them. Meaning that what they've gathered in the summer, that's what they eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you know and that's a sense of saving. Most of all, we don't like to save and all those things, but why am I teaching like a pastor today? You know, it's pastor that teaching us to be saved, but maybe the Lord just allowed me to talk about that today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So everything God created, there's an intent for it. God didn't just create them anyhow. God is detailed. God created all things for a purpose. And when he was creating angels, God made them all ministering spirit. Right? God created the heavens. and They didn't tell us the accounts of when heaven were created, but we know about the account of the earth. Right? But he said in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. But in that beginning that he created the heavens, Right? We didn't know the time space before he now created the earth. But they, we shall know that in chapter 2, they began to tell us that the spirit of the Lord was moving over the face of the waters of the earth. But that chapter 1, verse 1, there are, there are times in there. It takes the wisdom of God to, ex, to, expo- to give us an expose of that space. Right? But there's a space between the heavens and the earth. Of course, he must have created the heaven's first for Lucifer to fall. Right? And then for Lucifer to come and be tempted. Because he made that man a little lower than the angels. Right? So if he's a little lower, then I perceive perhaps maybe he has already created those higher ones and then created the lowest. So maybe he was coming from the highest the lowest, right? Praise the Lord. So, the Lord created the heavens as a pattern of salvation for man that will come up to the heavens. That will tell you that the destiny of a man is in the heavens. The destiny of a man is not on the earth. That's why they are telling us in this both Hebrews and Peter that we read, right, Peter said it, likes that kind of statement a lot, that see, Heaven and earth shall pass. They shall all wax old as dot a garment. Meaning that, ah, if it will get old, it means it's not everlasting. It's not lasting. The life there is not going to last. That's what the fabric of this earth and this present heaven, which is just a pattern. And a shadow. But it's not a pattern and a shadow for a waste. The Lord created it for a purpose. It's not a waste. In God's God's wisdom, he's still going to use the way he created it and the way he arranged it to teach you and me salvation. Amen. You know that the heaven, right? The heavens is is a copy. Sorry, let me rephrase the tabernacle is a copy of the heavens. Because we, God, when God, God created the, the... Or when God gave Moses the, the pattern, right? When God gave Moses the pattern, he was giving Moses the pattern of the heavenly tabernacle. There's a there's an heavenly tabernacle there. And the Lord is always doing things like that. Three, three, three. First heaven, second heaven, third heaven. Man, spirit, soul, body. Temple, outer court, inner court. Okay, outer court, holy place, most holy. Those are the three, right? Outer court, holy place, most holy. You see, three, three, three. That's see those patterns, they line up. And you can see that. But they are all pattern. Of the kingdom. You know, we've been learning about the kingdom. So, God is just giving us a part time, what the kingdom looks like. Meaning that your journey in the kingdom is like that. Your journey in the kingdom is a journey in the heavens. Means your journey in the kingdom is the angels keep it because they are arranged like the heavens. First heaven, second heaven, third. You have angels in the outer court, you have angels in the holy place. You have angels in the most holy. Right? They are all patterns that the Lord has set. God did not just give patterns for, for form. God gives patterns for a reason. And you now see the Lord was telling Moses, I'll give you the pattern of the tabernacle. See that thou put it in the, in the what? Pattern that was, was given to thee. It's in Hebrews. See that thou put it in the, And the pattern is chapter 8. Yes, chapter 8, verse 5. Who serve? So, let me from 4 actually. For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest, saying that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law. Who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things? You see? Example and shadow of heavenly things. As Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle, for see, saith he, that thou make all things according to the pattern shown to thee in the mount. So the Lord was telling Moses, see, make sure you build according to the pattern because God is particular about pattern. So, the Lord, so when we are we're learning about all these patterns, we're not just learning them because we feel like talking about angels. And we're like, we're actually showing patterns of salvation. They are patterns. It may not look like it's something needed for your salvation, but it is. It is. You have the heavens. You have to know the heavens. You have to. You have to know the arrangement of the heavens. You should not be. You should not be. You should not be ignorant of what the scripture says about heaven. You know, many believers will just come I want to go to heaven and that's all. And they, they think about houses they will build for them. But no about what the scripture says about heavens. It's there. And what's heaven? Heaven is also an habitation. And how I can best explain the habitation to you than the beings that live there? The beings that live there are angels. Angels live in the first heaven, second heaven and the third. Amen. I will to learn them better when we read Psalm 103. And of course, it's also here in chapter, Hebrews chapter 1. In verse 6 says, Again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he said, And let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he said, Who it his angels spirit? That's a kind of angel. And his ministers a flame of fire. That's another kind of angel. They just talked about two here. They didn't talk more than two. They just talked about two angels, right? Who are spirit and his minister who are flame. But Psalm 103 tells us that there's more than just two. This just talks about these two because these two are the two highest. All right? And they want to compare the ministry of Jesus with the ministry of these angels. right? They want to compare the person of Jesus to the angels. Because there's a comparison between Jesus and these angels in this Hebrew chapter 1, right? And of course, like I said, you don't compare the lowest. You compare the highest with the highest. So who's higher? So they're not not looked at, okay, what are these two angels, spirit or ministers? So those two, that's the two, the two, that is the, those two, they are the tabernacle. And those two, right, they are the summary of Christ and God that is summary, but you have more than just the, the summary. You have to move outside a bit, and then begin to see angels in other realms. I don't know if I'm explaining well, but I'm ba- I want to round up now because of time, right? Because I, I, re- I don't think I have really, really thought about them like this. I, somehow, I feel like I need the strength to, mini- to teach this thing. You know why? I don't like teaching this thing by my strength. Angels, you know, you all start talking about. It's to there are different kind of things we learned in those days amen but like I said what, but if there's anything we've learned that we understand clearly is that angels are part of our journey in the sense that they are to minister for us that shall be heirs of salvation they are to minister for us right so it means that their their existence their ministry is pertaining to salvation it's pertaining to the intent of God. You now realize that when God was creating man, he had, or creating the heavens and the earth, he had man in mind. Can't you see that you are, you are special? Every child of God is special. Man. Say, so what is man? What is the son of man that thou visitest him? That may get him a little lower than the angels. See, you are important. Amen. Praise the Lord. So the Lord set these patterns, right, to show us of... His kingdom, to show what His kingdom looks like. What are the kind of beings living in these in these places? Are we blessed? Yes, sir. Are we blessed? So we can see that angels are patterns of heavens. They are habit, habit, habitats. No, the habitat is a place. They are habitants. They inhabit a place. They inhabit the heavens. They ha- that's the heaven is their is their home. And whenever they come to you. They bring heaven to you. Because they are heaven. Each time they visit you, they bring heaven near you. How many of us like heavens? How many of us love to just like to take a stroll in the heaven? You know, as I just taking a walk, I just so I just want to take a stroll. You know, angels can bring heaven to you. When when the Lord allows them to come minister, they they, they bring their habitat. Why? Because they are not separate from their habitat. What you call heaven are beings, that's true. That's just what you call heaven are beings. Angels are heavens. If you have an angel of the first heaven, right? So, because if there's any other thing we learn from today, right? You know that heavens is divided into three. The first, second, and third. So there are angels of the first heaven, second heaven, and third heaven, right? And the heavens is a pattern of salvation. We are seeing that, right? That's the main thing that I think I talked about today. Right? And also talking about heirs, and I'm talking about salvation. We know that God is salvation, right? and God has kept his things in angels. Right? And then those angels, right? They are now heavens. And we know that they are also an example and a pattern. Like I said, that Jesus, saying, Blessed be God, we are blessed with all spiritual places in heavenly places in Christ. Meaning that even in Jesus, you will also be ascending in the heavens. You go into the the first heaven of Christ, second heaven of Christ, third heaven of Christ. You have to ascend into all the heavens inside Christ. But you now see that the Lord is just showing us patterns of the heavens. So we see that they are not just accidental. God was intentional. And whenever a being comes to minister, they bring all that they have with them. Just because a first heaven angel came to visit us doesn't mean that he has left first heaven. Yeah. He's carrying it about wherever they are going. Yeah. That means that you too, if you yeah. come into heaven, yeah. you can carry heaven about. Amen. You can be walking on the streets, but what yeah. is inside of you is heaven. Yeah. If you are not living on the earth, if you are living there, you can be going about and you're just carrying heaven about. You are carrying heaven about. You're not carrying earthly things. Like I was like I was saying earlier, they began to tell us about earth, that it will fade. Like a gamut, it will fold them up. It means that our hope should be in the new heaven, we should be hoping for that. Coming into things from yes, there, when things from there visit us, yes, we should be excited. Yes,
0: sir. We should be
1: estranged. Yes, we should be. We should not be yes, sad. And, ah, no, 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 yes, no, no. It should be something that should put strength in you. Amen. Are we blessed? Yes, sir. Are we strengthened? Let's we'll just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Thank you for today. Mahali karia keli Eragato, eragata, garano stebeli moshita. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy. Kalios pani mosete beriata kastro kunimash. Eprato godima Kariato kuzenta bali tavanimose. Eprazata. Can we thank, can we begin to pray that ever will give us grace. To come into more of the heavens, to come into the he- things of the heavens that the Lord has reserved for us in heaven. You see, scripture says that kept by the power of God reserved in heaven for you. Things of inheritance are reserved in heaven. Can we begin to pray that heaven will release these things from, for us in the name of Jesus? We'll come into heavenly blessings. In the, all the blessings that are in the heavens. Lord will release it. Let's just begin to pray. Mahatavani Moshita. That all the blessings in the heavens of Christ, that ever would help us, will receive help by God to come into all that they have reserved in the heavens for us. All the inheritance kept in the heaven that will come into all of them, all provisions to come into them one step at a time, line by line, precept by precept. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for the grace you've given us to just talk about your things today. We say that we are exalted in Jesus' name. Now we pray, Lord, that concerning these things that you've taught us, we pray that you will give us grace to come into full knowledge concerning them, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that we'll be strengthened with might by your Spirit in our inner man concerning the things you've taught, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, all the inheritance that you have kept for us in the heavens, we pray that you give us grace to ascend into them, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that even in this moment, uh, coming week that we will be going to light up America, we pray, Father. That you release your spirit for us to follow. Amen. Release your spirit for us to partake of all the blessings that you've kept for us in this, in this time. It's in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, keep our heart and our mind. Father, until the time where we will meet again physically here in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that your, the activities of your life will not cease in us in the name of Jesus. Lord, wherever we are looking to grow, you will increase grace Amen. and oil for growth in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. We give you all the praise. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You dwells between the
0: cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherries.